Hey everyone, this is Aspet Bedrosian. And this is Hovik Manucharyan. And this is our periodic touch base with Gevis Kajan on the latest conditions during the Artsakh blockade. Gev is with the ANC in Artsakh, Nagorno-Karabakh. He lives in Stepanagerd. Today is February 21, 2023. This is the 72nd day of the Artsakh blockade. Hi, Gev. How's it going? Hey, Gev. Hi, guys. Good connecting with you. So today, uh, I think we're going to have a non-standard discussion. Uh, at least that's what I want to have about the internal political news that we're hearing. Uh, and I think it's time to bring the horse uh, into the room and hear it from the horse's mouth. Uh, we obviously heard a lot of rumors over the last weeks that Ruben Vartanian may resign or he may leave. Uh, we obviously, given that there are rumors, we always kept it close to our vests. But several media yesterday and today started, and several journalists started exposing this. First, I believe there was a story in Azatutun. Then there was some journalists on Twitter who talked about this. We still don't have official news. But given that this is now everyone is guessing what's going to happen, let's just set the scene. Aliyev has, even in Munich, in front of a hall full of statesmen, prime ministers, presidents, expressed his strong desire for Ruben Vartanian to leave before Azerbaijan would negotiate with Artsakh representatives, whom he treats as citizens of Azerbaijan. That's also important to note. That was one of the preconditions that has been aired over this uh, entire blockade, that one of the preconditions for lifting the blockade would be Ruben Vartanian's departure from Artsakh. And I also want to highlight the departure from Artsakh part because they want him gone completely. They don't want him, like, you know, taking another role, etc. Now, to us, anything that Azerbaijan wants is bad. Therefore, a lot of us, I think, instinctively want Ruben Vartanian to stay. But it seems like, you know, the preponderance of opinions and news and rumors and maybe even firsthand news, unofficial news, is that uh, something is going on. So can you let us know what's going on and what are your thoughts around what is going on and how we should uh, react to it? Yeah, thank you, Hobik. Look, I think that, let me speak as bluntly as possible now, since you know a lot of that news has uh, been trickling out through various sources. Uh, this is news that we were privy to for, I would say, over two weeks now. But given the delicacy of the situation with everything at stake, I thought it would be best for the representatives that are directly involved to speak first so that the news can be broken out properly. But, you know, that cat's out of the bag now. So I think what's going to happen is by February 23rd, we should expect a change in the state minister. Most likely, it will be the chief prosecutor in Arta who will take over those duties and Ruben Bartanian will be replaced. My hope is that Mr. Vartanian stays in Artsakh and that he continues to carry out the plethora of really good projects that he's got inside the country. The implications of this go numerous ways. I think, one, we go down a dangerous road when we let Azerbaijan dictate statecraft for the people of Artsakh. And I think that we now know which levers they're going to pull, which pressure points they're going to exert to do that. This blockade was a good example, cutting off the gas, blocking off energy resources. What they've done in 70 days was a direct response to Ruben Vartanian coming in. And essentially, whether we can talk about the tangible things that positively impacted Artsakh during his tenure, some of the things he's done wrong, whatever it is, 
I think that they saw him as a threat. And when Azerbaijan sees something as a threat, when they dislike something, there's a good chance that that thing is good for Artsakh. Um, so, you well, know, one thing I've definitely noticed is that Ruben Vartanian has been a great morale booster for the people of Artsakh and also people in the diaspora. Hovik, how do people in Armenia feel about him? I mean, I think that the, prior to his appointment as state minister, a lot of people, especially in the Armenian opposition, were wary of Ruben Vartanian, given his past association with Nikol Pashinyan, with Arayk Harutsunyan, who he funded, essentially, Arayk Harutsunyan's presidential campaign, I believe, in 2019, or he contributed to it, I don't know. And there, and there was a lot of news about their business relationships and so forth. But once he became state minister, I think a lot of people in the Armenian opposition felt that it was time to line up behind him and put uh, their criticism on pause for now. Uh, now, like all this, this move and these, I think is going to throw a whole monkey wrench in the thought process of the diaspora because there is also a significant portion in the diaspora, which I've been monitoring and mostly associated with people who support Kocharyan and not Kocharyan specifically because Kocharyan has been you know, out of this, you know, he hasn't commented on this, but his uh, support network, the Telegram channels and so forth, were very critical of Ruben Vartanian. And I think that was related to the friction between Ruben Vartanian and Vitali Balasanyan. There was news that he demanded the firing of Vitali Balasanyan. So Vitali Balasanyan was fired. We don't know, you know, unofficially, officially, not based on his demands. And Vitali Balasanyan might be uh, undergoing like a criminal prosecution in Artsakh. So that is still there, but Ruben Vartanian is out. So like everyone is displeased. I think everyone in the opposition will come out of this Ruben Vartan experience displeased. So I don't know, like, you know, I don't know what the positive aspect is, but we know that the, the uh, supporters of Nikol Pashinyan, supporters of the regime in Armenia are very displeased. You know, they, they wanted Ruben Vartan out as well. I don't know who wanted it, uh, him out more, uh, Nikol Pashinyan or Ilham Aliyev, but that, that, there's also that. I'm very concerned about what Gev said, that this is going to set a precedent for Aliyev dictating who he wants in the government of Artsakh or who he will talk with. Yeah. So that's a really terrible precedent to set. But as I'm guessing here, the possibility is that Ruben Vartanian may not resign, will be fired in a couple of days, and that's going to give a possible face-saving way out of this blockade, yeah. even though we both agree Aliyev is not going to 100% lift the blockade. There will be encroachments on Artsakh's sovereignty, which certainly the civil contract party supports because the ultimate goal is basically to let Artsakh go. Yeah, I believe that the issue of Ruben Vartanian even reached uh, the levels of Putin, obviously publicly uh, between Aliyev and, you know, he, he, they criticize him every day, but also Pashinyan went to Putin. And I think there's a statement from Putin that says, Pashinyan asked me whether, you know, we support uh, Vartanian and Russia said, no, we don't. But one thing that really is making me a little bit queasy in talking about this is that none of this is official news. We're forced to uh, talk yeah, about... Yeah, we're talking about rumors and, and conjecture and, here. Yeah. And, and the problem, the, the reason behind that is because certain media that supposedly have Armenian interests, you know, obviously, or, or they have an Armenian name, you know, they publish this this as a leak. And I think that in certain cases, it uh, warrants to wait until the news is officially announced because of the critical impact this might have on Artsakh. So I'm a little bit displeased on how certain journalists treated this. First, it was Azad Utsun, uh, then uh, some journalists are associated with the Sorosakan media. 
And even Tatul Hakopian today weighed in on this and said, well, since it's out, I will say that Tatul Hakopian, I'm, I'm quoting Tatul Hakopian, who said, uh, Ruben Bartanian will not resign. He will be fired before uh, February 23. And I don't know where all these people are pulling this information out of, but I think everyone is playing fast and loose with something that's very important to the future of Armenia and Artsakh. And I just don't know how to deal with it. Maybe it's the fault of the Artsakh government uh, for not announcing this sooner. Gev, any final thoughts? Yeah, I think that what Aliyev's ultimate goal is, look, Ruben Vartanian, uh, my office has worked closely with him. We've had a good relationship. I appreciate the work that he's done. And, you know, bluntly speaking, I would have liked to see him carry out his mission here. It looks by all indications as that's not going to happen. But at the end of the day, Ruben Vartanian is just one man. He may represent a lot of things. And Artsakh is not made or broken by any one individual. The real threat here lies in, and this is Aliyev's goal, and we need to keep this in mind. What he wants to do is dishearten the populace. He wants to fracture it. He wants to cause political turmoil here and he wants to feed into hopelessness so you know as tough as it may be to accept whatever new leadership comes into Artsakh by all accounts Nersesian is a good man he's lived his entire life in Artsakh he's uh, worked his way up whatever he's attained has been through hard work and uh, we will hold him accountable too when he eventually takes his role but I think until he gives us good reason to we have to support uh, the structures that be here. Gib, I know I said that was the last question, but I have a question now. What is your sense of all this from the Artsakh parliament? I think that they wanted to do, and look, the uh, news of Vartanian, uh, you know, leaving is not something new, or the political turmoil in Artsakh is not, is not something new. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that the parliament did what it can to its best capacity to keep uh, Ruben here for as long as possible. I think there are, and in the coming months and weeks, we'll talk about it more. There are a lot of circumstances, many that don't have anything to do with Atsakh. A lot of it has to do with geopolitical powers, current wars that are going on, where the full support of the current government, unfortunately, was not there. And until some of those concerns get mitigated, until some of those wars and some of those issues balance themselves out, uh, these were the cards that we were dealt. Unfortunately, uh, Azerbaijan played this game where we were hoping that other powers, uh, mainly powers here, would be able to withstand them fully and back Bartanyan. And, And let me say this too, I don't think that whatever geopolitical powers are in this region were necessarily against Bartanyan. I think they didn't have the full resources and the full capacity to support this government for the time being. So in general, you have found the Artsakh parliament in agreement or supportive of Ruben Vartanian? Yes. Okay. All right. Let's leave it there for today. This was a long show already, and we'll come back either tomorrow or in a couple of days as soon as there's news to report. Sounds good. Bye, Gev. We'll talk to you soon. Bye, Gev. Thanks for talking to us again. Talk to you guys soon.